Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now. I'm wearing headphones rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome inside. Come on in. Ah, we've uh, started something today. Kind of meant two, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it is hour two of your favorite daytime sports talk show. I'm here in South Florida. Very excited about this afternoon. I'll tell you why in a moment. Darren Moose Dupont joins us from the Toronto studio. And I'm feeling great. As you know, Darren, I always am. Not just because we got, we got people's attention in Winnipeg. I was going to say. But I'm happy. <laughs> what? What do you got? What were you going to say? No, I was wondering if you got him going in Winnipeg yet already. Well, why? On, at clockwork, I need to, at the top of hour two, just sit down, rub my earlobes, and go, woo sah, just calm down. Because I'm not upset. I just have a million things that flooded my mind here. We're live on Game Plus television all across North America, Canadian national television, 31 U.S. states, on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE podcast and YouTube live. I'll read a text that has come in on the EMJ marketing text line. Uh, it's from Brian in Beausjour, Manitoba. You can always reach us, 902-518-3033. Brian says, good morning, RP squad. I've driven through Atlanta many times on my way to the Sunshine State. Downtown traffic in Hotlanta is horrendous at the best of times. Trying to go to an event at the facility in the downtown area must be nerve-wracking at the least. An arena built in the suburbs may be the answer to getting their NHL team back. Why am I reading this? Why is he writing that in? Because it just... Darren, you can see this, right? The, you were with me last hour when the guy said, Rod, his, I very clearly know his name's Greg with three G's. G-R-E-G-G. And he said, Rod, what do you think about the lack of uh, a sellout in Winnipeg? 4,000 short of a sellout last night for the Jets' 5-1 loss to L.A. And I'm like, it's just a matter of time before they're going to be gone. Who couldn't see this coming? It's got everybody wound up. And you can look at it a variety of ways. Maybe it's a good thing that the host of the television show that beams into Manitoba on Bell MTS Channel 1190, the RP show, is waking you up, Manitoba. Buy tickets to the Jets or your team's going to be gone. It's actually a good thing if you want to look at it that way. Or, Darren, have you 
had the courage to take a look at our Facebook page yet and see the comments that are coming in from people? Have you? Have you? Not yet. Not yet. Well, they don't like the hot take that they're going to lose their team again. And I don't care. Just so you know, everybody, if you're upset or not. The guy asked my opinion. I'm going to give it. And, uh, and why, I think I very calmly have chopped down a couple trees here. I'm going to the next one in terms of topics I wanted to get to. I got a couple, actually. I had a coffee this morning, Darren, with a guy by the name of Greg. He's in my club here. And he wants to know if we are accepting interns. And I'm like, you know, you know, I got to ask Moose about that because he takes care of that. And I said, we haven't had an intern in probably a year. And I think, well, we don't just accept them from the journalism school at the U of R, which I think has calved, right? They don't even have one anymore. But we've accepted them from Toronto and all those broadcast schools around there. Are we still accepting intern applications? And are we having interns? Absolutely. Uh, We would definitely take the application. We actually, it's funny you brought that up. We were having this conversation not that long ago about it because the, um, yeah, we went through the year because of the U of R thing in this past semester, but uh, our applications and stuff will, uh, will be coming up here very shortly in the new year. Okay, uh, good. Uh, the guy's name's Greg, and I'm not going to say what school. His kid goes to a sports management program in a Canadian university, and he's like, hey, my kid loves your show. He, and they're out in Eastern Canada. He'd like to intern for you if you're willing. I'm like, I don't even know the answer to that. So there's that. And then the other thing was, because I guess the kid watches every day, but Greg's down here in Florida and he's not on television and he's old, so he's not going to find it on YouTube. So he's like, what do you guys talk about on your show? And I said, we're the view for sports fans, just so you know. So here we are again, Darren, introducing ourselves to the millions of new viewers on Game Plus television, not to mention various podcast platforms. We are not Sports Center, And I know one of our viewers last hour got very upset and left because uh, I would not engage in talking about baseball. So I'll remind you, it's the Rod Peterson Show, not Sports Center. We kicked off the show with that. Results from last night, 10 nothing Philly over the Diamondbacks. Uh, but I didn't watch it. I was watching the Lightning and the Sabres, and I was watching the Orders and the Predators. We haven't even talked about the Orders yet, for the love of God. So I'm not going to talk about baseball, but I'm going to do the courtesy of mentioning it. And I'm going to also read this text. Uh, Kirk from Toronto. You know Kirk. He's the guy that wants to know yeah. if you're going to the playoff game on November 11th, but you can't because you are calling it the Hardy Cup University game. That's right. He says, hi, Rod. On this day... 150 years ago, October 18th, 1973, the first game was played between the Toronto Argonauts and Hamilton Tigers. Sorry, 1873, the first game was played between the Toronto Argonauts and Hamilton Tiger Cats. How about that? Well, I knew that that? because Bob Bob Bratina called it on the radio. And you wouldn't know what that means, Darren, and that's okay. But everybody in Hamilton sitting there giggling right now in Toronto as well. He was the longtime voice of both the Argonauts and the Tiger Cats, Bob Bratina. He was the mayor of Hamilton. And now, I believe, is still an MP for a Hamilton riding. Conservative government, of course. Conservative uh, MP, member of parliament. So, yeah, 
Bob Rattina. That would be a joke in Saskatchewan. I would say John Lynch called it, and everybody would laugh there. So I'm just happy to have these experiences and know all these people. That's a seven-minute, pretty much, opening rant from me. So why don't you take over with something before I switch gears? What do you got? What are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are on hockey, actually, if we can, if we can switch to hockey for a second. I was, the only thing I was thinking about this morning as I was watching SportsCenter was, man, the Western Hockey League's good. The Western Hockey League dominated the NHL last night. Igor Zamula, Pat, got his first NHL goal. Caden Korazak. The Golden Knights' first NHL goal. Uh, Dreisaitl doing his thing. Cousins scoring the winner. I thought the Western Hockey League really owned the NHL last night, and that was pretty cool to see. Okay, well, thank you for that. And by the way, Chris Knuckles Nyland uh, joins us next. I find that when I get up, I have a routine. I would like to think that you do, but maybe you don't. But I have a routine of websites I'd like to go through, and they give me everything that I need. And one of those is uh, the NHL website, The Morning Skate. They talk about the highlights of what you need to know from last night, including McDavid's highlight goal in Nashville and the stats and everything. like. So Dreisaitl is now the all-time leader in power play goals in Edmonton Oilers history. And if he scores, I'd have to go back and look at it. He's just setting records. Uh, give me a second, I'll find it. He is setting records left and right. Leon Dreisaitl up in Edmonton. All is right with the world. Serena got up this morning. We got up at the same time. <laughs> this is how big of an Oilers fan she is. She looked at the score from Nashville last night and just said, oh, thank God. And she meant it. It was like 6-1. Yeah. Um, Leon Dreisaitl it. can join Wayne. Leon Dreisaitl can join Wayne Gretzky. And Mark Messier as the third player in Oilers history with a goal streak of four-plus games from the start of the season when Edmonton visits Philadelphia on Thursday night. So that's the latest Dreisaitl record uh, that he could reach. So all of a sudden, they've gone from, what's wrong with us? We need new goalies to, oh, Dreisaitl's the greatest thing ever. And I guess it's a little ironic that an hour ago, I said, I am not here for the inevitable ups and downs of the emotional roller coaster of Winnipeg Jets fans, and then I go and light fire all of them by saying they're going to lose their team. But I, interesting, you know, on that point, John in Edmonton uh, writes in, says it's looking closer that Montreal might get their Major League Baseball team back. What's your take on this, Rod and Moose? And also says, what do you think of Montreal as an NBA city? We talked about that a little bit last hour but i do i want to say this back again about winnipeg david thompson the owner of the jets somebody said one of the richest men in canada uh, actually it was will from steinbach manitoba right it wrote in and said hopefully he's in it for the long haul i don't know man i know a lot of rich guys that i know they don't like burning money everybody has a breaking point everybody so how long do you think he stands by and writes checks to cover this team if you're asking me to put a number on it, um, I would say you've got five years. Um, I would say five years. That's just in my, in my gut. The number's not based on anything. But I would think, look, this is the, the big, what's going on here? You didn't sell at the home opener. 4,000 seats empty in your second game at home. Um, I would think you'd get through this year. <clears throat> Around years two or three, you'd start to get really concerned if this becomes more than just a little fad. It becomes a trend. And then four and five, you start looking for places to go and, and 
and putting this team on life support. So yeah, I would say five years if this uh, becomes a thing that continues and gets worse. Hear that, everybody? Moose has given them five years. Because, hey, you can't get blood from a stone. Imagine if they were a crappy team. They got a great team. And people can't afford the tickets and aren't buying. Think about that for a second. This is a Canadian NHL team. I'd be far more worried um, about the future if it was a bad U.S. team. And maybe, maybe David Thompson is willing to cover the costs, but I just can't see it long term. I really cannot. Uh, what else did I have here? Well, the NHL games tonight, by the way, there are only two. This is literally a uh, slow down for a minute because we go f- so fast in hour one. Tonight, Washington's at Ottawa, Battle of Nations Capitals, and Pittsburgh at Detroit. If I'm not mistaken, that's a rematch of the, uh, well, it wouldn't be the 2007 Stanley Cup. Was it 08? Pittsburgh, Detroit? I think so. Here's one later on today. We'll spend the time here on this, and then if you want to come back later and finish up, because Knuckles is in next. But I'm watching the NHL on ESPN last night, and I'm watching everybody's take on Steven Stamkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's why I'm going to tape the Cats and Bolts podcast later with Serena. Ed Jovanovsky is going to join us live in studio. Here's a little tip, everybody. It's real easy to get great Panthers alumni here because nobody else wants to interview them. It's kind of hard in Calgary. Think about it. Why do you think they love our show down here? Nobody else is talking about the NHL in South Florida. Anyways, everybody is jumping on the lightning, like on their back. Subban, to a certain degree, Mark Messier, even uh, Bill Lindsay, who was on our Cats and Bolts podcast a couple weeks ago. It's all the players' perspective, and they're saying the lightning aren't showing Stamkos enough respect. One, two Stanley Cups. He's your captain. Was he year 12, 13 there or, or more maybe? But I'm like, that's all the players' perspective. We rarely get shown respect as the employees. I'd love to hear from a coach or a GM. Probably a GM. I'd love to hear from a Doug McLean about what's management saying about this. Do you know what I mean? Are we not? Yeah. There's a scarcity of management types on NHL panels is what I'm trying to get at. Finally got it out of my mouth. What do you think? There is. You know, you're right. It, right now, it feels like it's all players, right? It's all players, maybe the odd coach. Um, but you're right, not a lot of the manager types. And when Doug McLean was at his peak um, on Sportsnet, he would do the radio show in the afternoon. He'd do the TV shows at night. He brought that different perspective. From He's done everything. He's coached. He's been a manager. So... Uh, and now he's, and he's done the media thing. So it, you're right. It brings a little bit more perspective. But the, I don't know, hot thing of the day to have the former players on uh, having fun, which I enjoy that too. But you're right. It'd be good to have a little balance. Well, again, you, know, you make a good point. Maybe not everybody wants to see that. Um, you'd like to see, you like seeing Biznasty act like an idiot. Although what I really love and I've said this a million times. You said this to me on the phone yesterday. Rod, you're finally with your people. You're with the NHL people in South Florida. You look so happy. Those are the guys that I'm hanging around with. And a guy just said to me the other day, Gretzky lives here, by the way. They said, if you want to know why Biznasty's on NHL on TNT, that was a Gretzky deal. Gretzky says, if you want me, you got to bring him along. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it certainly looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty cool if it is. 
Um, but I always think like Gretz and, and, and Biz, they kind of, you know, balance each other out a little bit. And I always thought that was really what made Hockey Night in Canada great back, you know, not that long ago. Um, PJ Stock was on that panel and, and some people said they didn't like he was too goofy. I'm like, I like that because the goofier he is, the, the better Kelly Rudy looks or Elliot Friedman or Kevin Weeks at the time. The more you, if you hate this guy on the panel, it means you're going to like that guy, the next guy even more. And if I hate the guy you like, I'm going to like the other guy. So you got to have a little bit of flavor sure. to satisfy everybody. I didn't think PK was goofy. Uh, he was serious about his craft, and I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah. Hey, Canada's Game of the Week in the CFL. That's our poll question today for the Key Auto Group. I just want to throw that out there. There are only three games this week. Calgary at BC leading the poll with 59%. Toronto at Saskatchewan, 29%. Edmonton at Winnipeg, 12%. And again, it is brought to you by Key Auto Group. Big CFL fan joins us next. Chris Knuckles, Nyland. Right, Knuckles? Thanks, Moose. We'll see you later. Thank you. We'll talk about these things when we return. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. 
All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code VRPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code VRPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRPSHOW. You can thank me later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back, everybody. We're cooking with gas. Well, we were. <laughs> Thank you, uh... We had a hot potato there. Nice work, Clark. As soon as we went to break, he's like, Darren, don't go anywhere. Knuckles Nyland has informed us he is now unavailable. So Moose rejoins us. As you can see, I'm here in the South Florida studio. Moose is uh, in Toronto. And thank you, Moose, for sticking with us. Uh, got you. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, man. Okay, so now we're completely not scripted. So as the, believe it or not, we were before. So whatever anybody wants to talk about, you can write us. 902-518-3033. If you want to talk about baseball, go ahead. I just haven't watched it. But if you want to talk about it, sure. Or in the YouTube uh, chat, go ahead. I will say this, though, man. Podcasts are, in a way, where it's at. And the reason I say that, Chris Nyland informed producer Clark that he couldn't be on the show today because he was in the middle of taping one with Terry O'Reilly. Boston Bruins great. Terry O'Reilly has obviously gone long. Didn't we just have that happen, Clark? Was it with Barney, Matthew Barnaby, a couple of weeks ago? Same thing. A podcast went long. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Never mind, Clark. Don't worry. We'll continue to do our thing. So, yeah, I'm sure. So, when we, we do this show, Podcast Junkies, Studios where we do the Cats and Bolts podcast, Moose, and it's not live like this. So the guys come in and out whenever they want. <laughs> and if a guy's late, we can just hit pause. Or if he's early, we can start early. The reason I bring this up is I'll never forget year one of our show, Jason Claremont. BC Lions, great. Saskatchewan Rough Riders, great. Claremont was sitting in that chair right to my right. You might have been on the other side of him. And Claremont turns to me and goes, so this is a podcast? And I, your words echoed in my ears. I'm like, it's a show. You can call it whatever you want to call it. TV, radio, podcast. But there is a difference. We're live, believe it or not. That siren right now is real. <laughs> it's live. Not taped. So there is, there is a difference. Are we a podcast? I don't even know what we are. Other than we're episode number 1,102. Yeah. You know? I know. Well, it's a show. But when it's a show, it's funny. Like, you know, TV, uh, TV show versus radio show should be different. Podcasts should be different. But the way we do it, it's, it's different than all of it. You know, we're a show. 
that's then distributed on your podcast platforms, radio, TV. Um, so it is. It's, it's just different. Some places it's live. Some places you're listening to it later. But you and I are always live. One take, no redos. Here we are. Wow. Oh, yeah. And, but the other thing that I love is now that we're replayed at 5 p.m. Eastern on Game Plus because we're live at noon Eastern, live right now. We're live, folks. Live. <laughs> but at 5 p.m. Eastern, it replays. And that's before all the evening games, before we used to replay at night at 11 p.m. Pacific. 10 Pacific, 11 Mountain. The games were either on or over by then. Now we're like a double pregame show for that night's games, which, as I mentioned earlier, Washington's at Ottawa tonight in the National Hockey League, and Pittsburgh is at Detroit. And I flirted a little bit with Ottawa going in my top five teams in the NHL, which we did an hour ago. To recap, since Chris Nyland stiffed us, Knuckles, my top five teams in the NHL, Number one, the Vegas Golden Knights. Number two, the Colorado Avalanche. Number three, the Carolina Hurricanes. Number four, the Dallas Stars. And number five, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I asked you to roughly come up with yours last hour. Did you? Did you? you did you? N not exactly, because um, I like yours. But the only one I have that's really a big change is I still think uh, Carolina is a better team than Colorado today, even though. Colorado hasn't lost a game, and Carolina has. I think early in the season, like you got Dallas up there, which I which I like. Um, but early, this early in the season, you're not exactly looking at the records um, as much because you know some teams are going to get out to a quick start and they're just not that good. Um, other teams are going to have tough starts that are really good. You got to use the eye test, and I think you've done a pretty good job of that. That's what I'm doing. I didn't go specifically. And I'll get to your comments, by the way. Got some. Hey, they're awake in British Columbia today, which I knew that they were. But, like, for instance, Dallas has only played two games. So they're like 18th in the standings or whatever overall. But they're still going to be one of the best teams. Pausing this, number one from Mahi in BC says, Roar, Lions, roar. I was talking about Jason Claremont and Phil Kershaw checking in from Maple Ridge, B.C. Says Nathan Rourke has been signed to the Jacksonville 53-man roster and will be in uniform tomorrow night versus the Saints. How about that? That's the beautiful thing about daytime live sports talk. Good friends like Phil Kershaw, the former president of two CFL teams, Ottawa and Saskatchewan. There's your breaking news. Again, Nathan Rourke going to make his NFL debut. What's the deal there, by the way? I, are you on top of this? I did have NFL notes written in my quick six that we didn't, didn't really get to. Is Trevor Lawrence injured to the – is Bethard starting? Is that the story? I don't think so. Must be. I think um, – I thought that everything's all good there, but I see him getting signed, so – Something we're going to have to, you know, look into a little bit more, a little closer um, to find out if that's an issue with Beathard or if it's an issue with, uh, with the big guy. But I, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think Jacksonville's in okay shape, but it's good to see Nathan Work get his opportunity and, and potentially with the skill set that he has <sighs> will come in and potentially, you know, be that short yardage uh, system quarterback. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Let us know. What dominoes have fallen 
to the degree that Nathan Rourke will make his NFL debut Thursday night. Please and thank you. I just went all squirrel for a moment, and for that I blame Chris Nyland, who stood us up today. You know, if, if we were in person, I wouldn't be spit-talking him like this. He'd knock me up. I was you know that. Say. Uh, he watches us every day on Game Plus television in his living room. On, uh, I believe, Videotron is his cable carrier there. His house okay. backs onto the St. Lawrence River. What up? Wow. Well, I got the latest. So the Jaguars said uh, it is Trevor Lawrence. So coming out of that game with the Colts, I didn't realize he was dealing with this, but he's dealing with a bit of a knee injury. Um, and yeah. the reason that, that Beathard might get moved into play, I guess, is it's a short week because they play Thursday, right? So that's the biggest issue. So <clears> to find out if he's going to play on, uh, it looks like Beathard's probably going to play. If, uh, if our boy Rourke was signed to the 53, so that really changes yeah, things. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Somehow it's cold. Yeah, he might get a shot. <laughs> uh, Brian in Bosager, Manitoba says, Trevor Lawrence injured, game time decision. Thank you. That's what I thought. So if he can't go, Bethard will, and Nathan Rourke will back up. You got to do daytime live television, man. Can you cool. imagine if we were one of those other, other pansy networks that are rolling... The same highlight show over and over again until 1 o'clock? Mm. Oh, yeah, and here he is from Phil Kershaw. He says, this is insurance, so if Lawrence can't go. And Beathard would be the only quarterback available. Nathan gets moved to the active roster. Gotcha. Um, I told you last hour, or was it earlier this hour, I had coffee with my friend Greg this morning, and I got to be careful. I don't want to name too many names. But... He said, oh, I see Goodell's got a three-year extension. I'm like, how, how do you know this? That came out this morning. NFL owners and Commissioner Roger Goodell agreed to a new three-year contract extension through March 2027, the league announced Wednesday, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Goodell said, quote, of his new deal, I'm honored to do this job, and it's not going to change how I do my day-to-day job. That's, that's the quote. Goodell declined to speculate on whether this will be his final term as NFL commissioner. So my friend, let's not name him anymore. He leaned across at the, in the coffee shop just this morning and said, so uh, you were in the CFL for a long time? I'm like, yeah, a generation. He goes, do you know that Jeffrey Orange? I'm like, oh boy, why? He goes, well, he's a good friend of mine. And uh, we used to coach basketball together. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Bring my name up to him, but don't judge me by what he says. He goes, oh, okay. He knew nothing. This is the former commissioner of the Canadian Football League, Jeffrey P. Or Like, you want to talk about a small world. And I think by the end of Orridge's tenure, I, would, I think we made up. You were around then. I think we're on good terms. What do you think? Well, I mean, there's no reason to be on bad terms, even if you're critical of the job that somebody's doing from the media. You have to be able to separate it. But, hey, you give me that look, and it's like, yeah, but can people separate it? I have yet to see evidence where people can separate it, you know, like we can talk about. But the first tell, just kind of funny. Like, I, again, I have no dealings, so I don't have an opinion here. But the first tell is he was a basketball coach. Like, if you were coaching football together, that would make a little more sense. 
but maybe a basketball guy. Oh, I never even Not thought about guy. that. I never even thought about that at all. I mean, Gary Bettman came from the NBA. That's and true. I'm a huge Gary Bettman fan. I'm not concerned about that at all. How do you think CA CEOs go from soft drink companies to TV stations to dog food? It doesn't necessarily mean about the problem. And I, well, I want to stop for a second because I don't want to get into this again with Orange. But my only problem with the guy is a nice enough guy. He knew nothing about the Canadian Football League. And have we not worked for somebody that doesn't know anything about the product? It's very frustrating. That's all. That was all my. That was the one problem that I had, and then the other problem that I had was that he was fining our team up the wazoo, like seventy to seventy-five thousand uh, dollars. Chris Jones was our coach and GM at the time, and if you recall, like I, I, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders' job, and listen, I'm the problem, not them. It's me. But it finished me for wanting to be the voice of a team anymore because Jones is getting fined for the practice roster squad that had 30 players on it you're only allowed five or playing 12 americans for half the game his plan was to run up the score so much that by halftime playing 12 americans we'll play all canadians in the second half because we were ahead too much that was a fine 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 so i'm taking jones's side because i'm a jones guy then i'm getting called into the office by the team president going no 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 you have to be on the league side and i'm like but but jones is the one that i'm with every day i don't ever talk to orange but uh, it's an unwinnable situation. It was an unwinnable situation. Yeah. Jay Miller writing in from Winnipeg says, no, Velarde at Jets practice. Hope it's not too serious. Yeah. I hope so, too. That was tough. Hope they put a Band-Aid on it. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, if the riders don't want to be fined, don't cheat. Well, of course, now looking back on it, of course, but I'm trying to support the team. I didn't know what they wanted. Remember, uh, the commissioner always came in for our Hall of Fame banquet and induction. Always the commissioner spoke. And that year, Orridge was told, stay in Toronto. You're not welcome. By the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And yet I'm told to get along with him. Again, it's the same regime that's running the team now, and you wonder why they can't find their ass with both hands. Brian in Hudson Bay writes in and says, Hey, Rod, great show. Don't mind your top five. I'm just surprised Pittsburgh's in the top five. <laughs> Gary in Winnipeg writes in and says, What happened to the Toronto Blue Jays this year? I don't know, Gary. If you find out, let us know. Bingo! From Bill. He's in Regina. He says, sorry, I can't watch any more of today's show, but I wanted to leave you with, go Argos. Have a good day. Or is it the Chad Kelly? Go Argos. Um, what I do know is we are going to take a timeout and be right back. we got a sports update coming up. Load them up. Whatever you want, 902-518-3033. We'll spend a minute on what happened to the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll Google it, and we'll look at tonight's sports action as well. Uh, we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. 
This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. I'm talking about the new Handyman Facial Razor. That's right. It's for up top, not for your junk. Available this fall, and they've really put a lot of thought into this. Like all Manscaped products, sleek, compact. It's about the size of your iPhone. And it charges by USB. So, yeah, it handles all those problems. Like not fitting into your shaving kit for roadies. Just do me a favor and use the promo code VRPSHOW at manscaped.com. If you do, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com on all other products, but specifically the handyman. Let's bring the moose in right here. And I'll tell you, man, this is why this show is the view for sports fans. It ain't, it ain't pardon the interruption. You know, I said recently, is that literally only a half an hour? Uh, and what airs on the main ESPN network is only 30 minutes long. How could you get into all those topics and then just bang, 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 bang? Whereas some of these other shows, Darren, we could sit for two hours and talk about the future of the Winnipeg Jets. And I'm sure they're uh, in Winnipeg. And I'm sure there are a lot of shows that are doing that in Winnipeg today. People are saying, Rod's, again, the hot take of the day today. I said, get ready, Winnipeg. It's only a matter of time before you lose the Jets again. And... I could because you know this. I don't care what people think anymore. Used to think I actually didn't care, but I did. Now I really don't. So I'm going to say even more of what I think. It's not because I'm from Saskatchewan. I love Winnipeg. I do. And I don't want to piss anybody off in Winnipeg. And if I do, I don't care because, Darren, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. True. You're saying, you're saying five years. Like, that was what Darren said. If you don't like me, take it out on him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'll be any less than... I don't think it'll be any less than five years. But they're not going to yeah. be staying there in ten. Well, not if this continues, right? I mean, the one thing I, I will say about it is um, you look at what they went through, you know, and they, and they got rid of some people. From the they had exit in the playoffs, and then blaming the coach and the bad culture in the locker room, Pomo leaving. They've gone through a little bit of this, and while they may have um, cleaned it up in the off season, and they got Hellebuck and Shifley resigned, there's a little aftershock of that bad culture and a little aftershock of that negativity that maybe people haven't caught on yet. But they got excited about Shifley and Hellebuck, and you hope that this turns into an increase in ticket sales. And that they say, wait a second, the building's empty. I can actually get in there. There's open seats. Um, you better hope this turns around really quickly. But if it gets worse before it gets better, we're going to see uh, it's, it's going to be a conversation for sure. Yeah, it kind of already is. It's become that because of Winnipeggers. And I see this 
with Ryder fans. I think that's why this show has been so popular in Manitoba, because people from Saskatchewan and Manitoba are very similar. Whether they want to admit it or not, they are. Ag's the number one industry. Uh, they're blue collar. They're honest. To be honest, that's the one thing that I really miss about home, the Canadian prairies, is when somebody tells you they're going to do something or be somewhere, they're going to be there. And they're going to do it. You know, here, yeah, somebody tells me they're going to do something, I just put it out of my head. It's, you're not going to do it. So that's the one thing that I really do miss. Uh, gosh, thank you, everybody, for coming to the rescue with your various comments. A lot of these we answer every day, but I'll allow it. Northside and y, uh, Northside YEG writes in and says, who's going to make the playoffs, Stamps or Riders? Well, sir, if you went to Vegas or you asked the Bet Regal Bet odds makers, they would say, judging by trends, I think the odds makers would say Calgary. As a matter of fact, CFL.ca with their simulator just did a thing. Going into last weekend's games, I think the Stamps had 51.5% and Riders 48.5% to make the playoffs. Given last weekend's result with uh, Calgary winning, I bet you it's like 70-30 Calgary. I don't know. Have they done the simulator yet? Can you do it, CFL? Hello? <laughs> what, what do you think it could. would be? Yeah, it would be great if they could. I think you look at what's left, um, and isn't it Winnipeg and Toronto for Calgary? Mm. Or sorry, BC, and, and then on the other side, you know, the Riders got to play the Argonaut. Um, I think the simulator, if all things are equal, says neither the Stamps or the Riders are going to win any of their games down the stretch, right? I think that's what the simulator says, that nobody, you know? Um, so well, then the chips will fall. If that's the case, Calgary. then the Riders, if yeah. that's the case, then the Riders will get in. Yeah, Calgary's got to win one. I think that's why they have the increased opportunity, just because they have one extra chance to do it. But I don't think they're giving the, well, those two teams a lot of credit right now. I will say this, the Ryder fans are always very, and that's the other thing, Ryder fans, Blue Bomber fans, and to be honest, Argo fans are sneakily good because they don't get any coverage anywhere. But I'll say this to Jeff, the Stamps fan, who's here every day. He's part of the Rod Squad. He's got a lot to say. But he says the Stamps will make it. Uh, and his comments covered, I can't see all of it. But listen, I give Calgary Stampeder commentary on this show. We post the clips, and they get <laughs> reaction. <laughs> so don't blame me. I remember having this chat with Gary Lawless back in the day. He's like, I would love to give more CFL coverage. This is when he was still in Winnipeg. But he's like, the my tweets don't get any engagement. My social media posts get no engagement from CFL fans, whereas you tweet one thing about the Jets and there's a thousand comments. It's numbers, brah. Robert Campbell writes in and says, the Blue Bombers are the hot sports ticket in Winnipeg at the moment, not the Jets. Potential fourth straight sellout at IG Field on Saturday. I kind of like that upswing in attitude. That turning the frown upside down. And let's not forget the tickets are a fraction of the price. Uh, we've been saying this forever. If you don't like the cost of tickets or hot dogs or beer, don't go. And let's not forget, you and I were there in Winnipeg at the game. Uh, thank you to the Canadian Lacrosse Association that brought us out there. We went to IG Field. 
And what, what was the buzz in the city? You got to be there an hour before the game because beer, hot dogs, and hamburgers are $5. The place was jammed an hour before the game. You're not going to see that from the Jets. And listen, I came home. I don't mind saying it now. Jim Hobson, the former Ryder president, the Hall of Fame Ryder president, and called me and goes, what are they doing in Winnipeg? I'm like, Jim, it's unbelievable. This is the thing. The buzz in downtown Winnipeg is you had to be there an hour before kickoff because of this. He's like, that's friggin' genius. Is that Wade? I don't know if it was the president, Wade Miller, or not, but it was somebody. And it's working. He's like, oh, man, that's genius. So, yes, Winnipeg Blue Bombers do deserve their, their uh, kudos. But they're 12-point favorites Saturday, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, when they host the Edmonton Elks. And that's another reason that I think the odds makers probably hate this time of year, too. Because that's a game that doesn't mean anything. You don't know who's going to play. We're very hard to set a line for these games in the CFL right now. Oh, and one last awesome. more. Jen. Yeah, it's impossible. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, the Oilers are going to go with a goalie tandem thing rather than the hot goalie now. I appreciate her writing that in because I don't have time to read every comment from every coach after every game. So I appreciate, Jen, that you said that. And that's what I would do. If you had two goalies that were even, I mean, here in Florida, Sergei Bobrovsky's played every minute. I would play him every minute too. But if you've got two, like in Boston or various NHL markets, I'd play them both and go with... I'd go with them both if there's not one clear number one. And in Edmonton, I don't think they have a clear number one, is what I'm trying to say. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, you, you would say Campbell played really well, deserves another start, and should get you know to run with it for a bit, but... You got two guys. Um, I think you kind of split it until you establish that you've got mm. a clear number one, and they don't have a clear number one. Okay, Jen says, no, no, they're going with the hot goalie, not the tandem. I'm sorry, there's a heart that covers my comments on the YouTube feed, and I don't know how to get it off, so I'm only seeing half the comment. Again, a me problem, not blaming anybody, but I'm not getting the meanings of everybody. So they're going to go with the hot goalie. Well, yeah, obviously that makes sense. Let's see how that works. Because I do think we think Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner are pretty even, do we not? There's not a clear-cut number one. There, there isn't in Edmonton, so clearly they're even. Okay? That's right. We'll be back with overtime right after this. One final segment. Get your comments and questions in now. We are live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Overtime is at hand. And it is brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide, 28th Street Northeast. Check them out. It is amusement park for hockey players. I know they watch every day down there. Hey, Randy and Michelle, hope you guys are having fun. Uh, I'm going to say it every day until their, what do you call it, guest book is filled up, their calendar 
Get your Christmas parties down there. Get your family Christmas parties down there. They are fully licensed and uh, just big fun for everybody. I love it. Can't wait till the next time we visit. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Let's bring Moose in. <laughs> uh, Ryan on radio checks in from Atlanta. WQEE Radio says, the RP show did it again. Great show. Great hump day show, he says. Um, regarding that heart on the YouTube chat feed where it's blocking half my comments, Ken is watching in Pennsylvania. He says, I'm watching on a PC and have that same heart that cuts off comments. It's annoying. Brian in Manitoba says, we all love the RP show, hence that heart emoji. Great show as always. Jennifer says, it's uber annoying. <laughs> so we all have it, I guess. We all have it. Um, Colin in Ottawa saving us from all this nonsensical chatter and saying the Senators are going for a third win in a row tonight versus the Capitals. Second-line center Josh Norris is back, and hopefully he gets a point after a long absence. Well, we are officially into week two of the NHL regular season because it was a week ago last night that it started with the triple header on ESPN. So what do they say? It was Peter Labardius who said, U.S. Thanksgiving is that cutoff line where you know what you have. It certainly isn't the first week. It ain't the first week. Yeah. So if you're in Ottawa, you're pretty chipper. If you're on Long Island, you're really chipper. The Islanders haven't lost yet. If you're in Seattle, are you worried? They lost again to Colorado last night. I think Seattle has reason to be worried at 0-3-1. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. That would be a tough start for a team that's trying to get back to where they were. Um, you know, there's still a team trying to consistently get to the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I'd be concerned if I was in Seattle a little bit, but it's nothing that can't be overcome. I mean, there's no need to overreact. That's for sure. Ron in Calgary writes in and he says, the Stampeders make the playoffs, but it doesn't matter. Riders and, or Stamps are just practice teams for BC and Winnipeg. Yeah, I hear that a lot, and I see what you're saying, but I don't look at it from a fan's perspective. I look at it from the team, player, coaches, and staff perspective, and uh, that saves jobs. When you're in there plating your case the week after the season, well, we made the playoffs, can't fire me, save some guys' jobs. You know, it was only for a week. You didn't score a point in the semifinal. Doesn't matter, we made it. History shows we made it. And that's true. Craig Campbell writes in and says, a late, late in the show, hello from the Hockey Hall of Fame archives. Thank you. Uh, 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 sorry, Darren, bear with me. From Mahi in Vancouver. Mahi says, big respect to RP to have the only forum for us CFL fans. If you noticed... I don't know what that says or means that we're the only forum for the CFL, but it is what it is. And Craig, you might be interested to know, Craig Campbell, I'm going from here to go tape our Cats and Bolts podcast where we talk only Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning with Serena, my co-host, and Ed Jovanovsky joining us in the studio. I finally found it. I'm a late study, Darren. It's only taken me two plus years. But um, we keep the Florida NHL talk there, and we do talk CFL and Canadian NHL talk here, and everybody's happy. Sports update. The Texas Rangers hold a 2-0 lead over the Houston Astros heading into Game 3 of the ALCS tonight. Three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer will start tonight for the host Rangers against Houston's Christian Javier. The Philadelphia Phillies are up two games to none on the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
which, uh, with the series switching to Phoenix for Game 3 tomorrow, the Phils pounded the D-Max 10-0 last night. News from the NFL. Indianapolis Colts rookie running back Anthony Richardson has taken the final snap of his rookie season, opting to have season-ending surgery on his injured throwing shoulder. That was quick. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing, a commitment to connection and celebration of uniqueness. Visit commoncrown.ca, wonderful craft brewery out of Calgary. Another NFL news item today, Roger Goodell has agreed to a three-year contract extension. I've heard... Last I heard, he makes $36 million a year. It's probably a raise on that. And you know what, Darren? I don't begrudge him a nickel. And I don't even think I'd want that job. <laughs> I can't even imagine I the know. headaches that guy must put up with. Yeah, I know. Too much, but he's earned it, and he gets the extension. Yeah, well, you're getting that echo? <laughs> Is somebody so holding much. down the talkback switch? Hello? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, we could hear ourselves through that. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah. I mean, listen. These guys that run NFL teams and pro sports teams are narcissists. They are. Can you imagine having Daniel Snyder come at you? Can you imagine having nope. John Gruden come at you? You're guaranteed they are. Like, I'm sure John Gruden has a 24... Well, he has to have a... Or not John Gruden. Uh, Goodell has to have a 24-hour security team, I would think. Has to. And that's just from the guys he knows, let alone the kooks that he doesn't. I'm serious. Like, Dan yeah. Snyder, they're like, six billion, just go away. No, I don't want it. I want to ruin you. That's how it works, you know. I know. No, homie, don't play that game. So, yeah, hats off to Roger Goodell because, quite frankly, I think he's done a wonderful job. Quickly, who's the best commissioner? Adam Silver, Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman. Who am I forgetting? Goodell. Don't matter. Who's the Roger best one? Get it? Yeah? That was quick. Yeah. See you tomorrow, everybody. Noon Eastern here on Game Plus and a Key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.